Okay, good morning, gentlemen. Welcome back. Lovely being here together in such lovely company. Kicking off, Be'ez HaShem Yisbarach. With Siyat HaShemayi, what will be a lovely week for all of us, for all of Klai Yisrael. Amen. A week of Yeshuas and good news and Besurus Tevis and, and Shefa. And um, kick off with our Sunday morning breakfast and learn program. And um, and uh, thanks very much. A shout out to our sponsor, Yosef Shmuel Richmond and the Richmond family for the sponsorship. Um, an appreciation of the Abishner? What this is uh, the, the plaque wasn't the, in honor of your time. share. In honor okay, of the honor of share and the Chashav Olam. The Chashav in honor of the Chashav So Yashakayach, Hashem should Ben you and your family with much bracha and nachas. Okay, so we're going to be doing a sugi this morning that kind of um, overlaps Vayetze and Vayishlach, and that's the sugi, of course, of uh, Yaakov Inu and his many wives, um, specifically the many wives that were all. Sisters and Rachel and Leah, that's explicit in the Psukim, they were sisters, and Yaakov was married to both of them. And the Medrash that says, in the opinion of Chazal, that Bill and Zilpah were also um, sisters, they were also daughters of Lavan. And Yaakov was at the very least married to two sisters, perhaps even four sisters. And question is, what's going on over here? Yaakov is doing something which is in clear violation of one of the basics, one of the basics in, in, in the Torah, which is that that um, you can't marry your wife's sister, and and, and, and uh, she's one of the Arais, one of the forbidden relationships is your sister-in-law, your wife's sister, and she saw us her that um, the only, the, the um, yeah, the only heter the Torah gives us to this is b'chayeha, is b'chayeha, as long as someone's wife is alive, you can't marry his sister. If his wife passes away, you can marry his wife's sister, but in her lifetime, can't be married to a, a woman and her sister. And Yaakovino, in his wife's lifetimes, he was married to Rachel and Leah at the same time, and Bill and Zilpah, if you say they were also sisters, two, perhaps four sisters, all while they were still alive. How did Yaakovino do that? So we may ask immediately, well, why is this a question? I mean, this, where do you find this prohibition? We don't find that until way down the line in Sefer Vayikra, which is after Harsinai, after Ma'antoyram, Yaakovino's living before Harsinai, before Matan Torah, is, is this such a question? Is a question even a question? Yeah, everyone asks, everyone wants to talk about it. As it that Yaakovina was married to multiple wives, multiple sisters rather, the Torah says you can't do it. But the Torah only says that after Harsinai, and Yaakovina is before Harsinai. So that's true, but at the same time, the Gemara tells us, we just had this Gemara recently in Yuma, in Yuma, uh, it's in Yuma, it's, a, it's in the end of Kedushan, the Avram Vinu Kaim Kola Torah Kula, Avram Avinu fulfilled the entire Torah, he, he kept all the mitzvahs, and the understand the Rishonim understand that it's not just Avram of you know Avram and his, and, and Yitzchak and Yaakov the Avos Hakadoshim and Klal Yisrael kept the Torah. Avram you know, it's a new, meaning the Torah begins with Avram you know. Avram you know, already started keeping the Torah, and the Gemara says um, <clears throat> that. Uh, that, 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 um, that this is referenced in Ekev Asher Shoma Avram B'Kaili Vayishmar Mitzvaisai Chulkaisai V'Soyrosoi The Gemara says that we find in this Pazdik reference to Tereshav Echsav, Tereshav Alpeh He kept Kola Tarekula so, so yes, the Avas did keep the Torah They did keep the Torah, so we are allowed to ask this question They were aware of the Torah, they had an awareness of the Torah They knew the principles that were in the Torah And they kept the Torah, including um, uh, the, the Torah that's, that's not given until after Harsinai So how did Yaakovino marry all these sisters? If it goes against the Torah, and, and, and we're told he kept the Torah. And not only that, not only the Gemara tells us that Avram and, and we presume his children kept the Torah, who else says that Yaakovinu kept the whole Torah? He did. <laughs> Yaakovinu himself said that. Yaakov, maybe the Ramban, but Yaakov beat the Ramban to it, right? 
says that Yaakov, you know, the beginning of this week's parsha that we learned yesterday. So Sunday morning, we always, this week's parsha always means yesterday's parsha. That's our minig over here, the Sunday morning breakfast and learning program. Okay, so this week's parsha means really last week's parsha, but that's okay. It's, it's still it's still saying a good vach to everyone, right? So uh, this week's parsha, what does Yaakov, you know, say? As Pinchas Yankov is pointing out, Yaakov, give this message to Esav. Im lovan garti with Laban did I dwell. And I delayed till now. So, so the pasuk of Lim Lavan Garti is with Laban that I dwell. But Garti says Rashi, if you rearrange the letters Garti, you have Taryag. Garti is the same. Oisi is Taryag. And Rashi famously says Im Lavan Garti. What was Yaakov telling Esau? What was he telling him? With Laban that I dwell, the Taryag mitzvah Shamarti, and I kept the Taryag. I kept the six hundred and thirteen mitzvahs. Says Rashi, this is what Yaakov was telling Lavan, uh, Esav. In other words, Yaakov was telling Esav, don't mess. Don't mess. I've been, I, I, I might have been gone for 22 years, but I've been keeping Taryag mitzvahs, so you don't want to start up with me. So, uh, what was that supposed to mean? He was keeping Taryag mitzvahs, but he was married to, wasn't he married to all these sisters? Isn't that one of the mitzvahs? So what's going on over here, right? So we're definitely allowed to ask this question. We're definitely, definitely allowed to ask this question. Um, how could Yaakov have married multiple sisters? A, the Gemara tells us that Avos Hakadoshim kept the whole Torah. That we saw that Gemara recently in Yuma. And B, Yaakov even himself says that he kept the Torah. So what, what's going on? So we need some basics over here. We're going to go through several basic approaches. Each one has its own twists and turns. Each one has its own fundamentals and principles. And each one is very fascinating in its own right. We'll start with the most basic approach to this. Is a very interesting idea. It comes from the Mishnah Lamelech. Mishnah Lamelech has a work where he goes through a lot of the Lamdas about about. Uh, what happened before Ma'antairah, um, what was going on, how to understand what, what the, Ovis, the dynamics of the Avis and the Shvatim. See, he says, an idea, he asks this question, he says, how could Yaakov have married all these sisters? It's in blatant violation of the Torah, and Yaakov kept the Torah. So he says, not, it was not a problem at all. Yaakov, you know, yes, married Rachel and Leah, but Rachel and Leah came from the house of Laban, from Charon. Yaakov, you know, wants to marry them. The first thing he has to do is convert them. Yeah, they have to convert, they have to become Gairim. You have to be Nisgayer. So what happens when you convert, when you make someone to a Ger? They've been born again. They've been born again. Someone converts, he's been born again. And, and the Gemara says explicitly that they lose all of their previous biological relationships are null and void. You hit a reset switch. It was, it's a, it, was, it was a reboot, right? So theoretically speaking, two siblings that are Goyim, that convert, can marry each other, because they're not related to each other anymore. They're a and Shanoila dummy. That's the halacha. That's the halacha. See, conceivably, seeing, uh, theoretically speaking, that's a little weird, a little weird, but a, a father that converts with his daughter, that he can, they can marry each other now. That's a little weird, but, but uh, brother and sister can marry each other to Goyim, because they're, they're, they're no longer related. They hit a reset switch. So says the Mishnah, there's no kasha. Says the Mishnah, there's no kasha. Yaakovinu converted Rachel and converted Leo. They had to, he had to be Megayer them to marry them. They're not the sisters anymore. Dilla, Zilpa, they had to be converted before he married them. They're not sisters anymore. Kikan Shanoila Dabi. This is the Mishnah. Very, just like, dismisses the entire question. This is a question, as we would say, Hepsuch Nishtan, right? Which in, which in um, who's Persian over here? In Persian, that means it doesn't get off the ground, right? In Farsi, Hepsuch Nishtan, the question. So it doesn't get off the ground, according to the Mishnah Melech. But there's a couple of cold problems with this approach. The first problem is, it's not so simple to say that they, he converted them. Meaning, 
This itself is dependent on a whole big debate. What was the status of Yaakov himself? What's the status of Avim Yitzchak and Yaakov? Do they have the status of the famous, famous question, which the Mishnah does get into this himself elsewhere? Do they have the status of Bnei Yisrael or Bnei Noach? The Avos Hakadoshim themselves may have had the status of Noahides who were keeping the Torah, or they may have had the status of Klai Yisrael. Now, if you say they had the status of Bnei Yisrael, so you can go ahead and convert a guy. You can make a conversion. You got to get a bezin, a mikvah. But if you yourself are only a Noahide, you can't. How does a Noahide make a giur convert someone to be a member of Klai Yisrael if he himself is only Ben Noach, right? So that's the first problem with this Meshulam Malach, that this only works if you say that Yaakov had the status of a Ben Yisrael, if he had the status of Jewish. If he was Jewish like we're Jewish, before Martin Torah, so he can go ahead and make Giyur. But he himself is only a Ben Noyach, so he doesn't have the ability to do Giyur. He can't convert someone else. A Goyim cannot preside over a conversion process. Goyim can't convert Jews to be Jews. Only Jews can convert Jews to be Jews. So this would be dependent in, in, in that uh, Jews, not Jews. Um, this would be dependent on that. The second problem is like this, although there's a bigger problem with the Mishnah Baruch. Even if you say, so first of all, it's dependent on, on, on if Yaakov had the ability to, to convert them or not to convert them. So it's not, in other words, it's not so clear that Rachel and, and, and Leah, that the Imahis, Rivka, Sarah, were they, so to be converted in a mikvah, it's not so simple that that actually happened. They may have just been in the same boat as the Avas themselves, uh, whatever says the Avas had. That's the first problem. Lavd they were converted, and for this to work, you have to say we hit the reset switch, the reboot, and and, and they were like cotton shanoi but it only works if you say that we were able to do a gear process. The second problem is like this though. The Gemara we just mentioned that, that, that allows us to ask this question that how did Yaakov marry multiple sisters if the Torah says you're not allowed to do that? So the Gemara says yes, that the obvious kept called Tarakula, yes? But it goes beyond that. Who what does it say in Yuma? It says, Avraminukim called Tarakula, Afilu Eruve Tafshilin. Even the midst of Erev Tafshilin, Erev Tafshilin is a Durabbanan. The point the Gemara is making over there is Yaakovinu kept Darises and Durabbanans. Even the rabbinic aspects of the Torah, the rabbinic decrees he also kept because he was aware of everything. He was able to intuit Kola Tarakula through Ruach HaKadosh, through looking at the Brio, through whatever it was. But he intuited Kola Tarakula, Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov, they kept Kola Tarakula, even the Durabbanans. So even if you say that Rachel and Leah were, like the Mishnah Lebel, converted, they became Geirim, and a Giyoris is no longer related to her sister, that's Midaraisa, but the Gemara says explicitly, Midarabana, we don't let you do that. Midarabana, in fact, if, I said it's a little weird, but not only it's a little weird, it's rabbinically prohibited. If a brother and sister come to the rabbi and say, yes, we, we're, we're, we're biologically brother and sister, and we <clears throat> converted, now we're gay and we'd like to marry each other, we won't do it. Midarabana, we don't let people that were biologically related to each other marry each other. We don't allow that. We don't allow that. It's a it's a it's a and the what? But they can be married to other people. They can be the, married to the same person if they're not related. Which same person? Well, <laughs> meaning people that were biologically related to each other. Let's say, um, let's say Michael and Barbara Johnson, okay, decide to convert. Michael and Barbara are brother and sister, or father and daughter, okay. So, so Michael and Barbara Johnson, um, uh, Christopher and Christina. Okay, um, <laughs> McPherson, come to uh, come come um, come to uh, <laughs> yeah. So so they, they come to they, they convert and their brother and sister uh, Christopher and Christina, and and um, now he's uh, now he's um, he's he's uh, you, you Casil Zalman and. And, and, and she, she is Bela Sprinzo, and now so now they, they want to uh, they want to um, they want to get married to each other, right? So midaraisa they could, 
midaraisa they could, even though they're biologically brother and sister, but they're no longer related effectively halachically. Midarabanan, anyone that was biologically related to, that, that are, are biological relatives, even if they have now converted, even though halachically they're no longer related, we don't let them get married to each other. Midarabanan. Why not? The Gemara says the rationale is, because other people will say that, what, that's, before they converted, when they were Goyim, where Christopher and Christina could marry each other? No. Oh, no, they're not allowed to. According to the Sheva Mitzvah B'nai Noyach, um, Goyim also have our rights. Goyim can't marry relatives. Goyim can't marry siblings. A father can't marry his daughter. Midaraisa. Goyim can't do that. Goyim also have our rights. So if now that they convert to Jews and they are allowed to marry each other, what it looks like is going to Judaism is going down in Kedusha, not up in Kedusha, says the Gemara. People look and say it was a downgrade, not an upgrade, right? So since we don't want people to get the wrong impression of what it means to convert to Judaism, we don't let it work. So but this is the second problem with the Mishnah Lamelech. How, how exactly does that does that solve things for us? That what Yaakov was able to marry Rachel because they converted and they're no longer related. But that only was the rise of the You can't marry two sisters still. Um, and and Yaakov kept the Rabbanu also. The Gemara says. All right. So that, those are the issues of the Mishnah Lamelech's approach. Uh, there's a few more approaches. Some very very interesting ones that the Rishonim have, the Achreinim have. There's a Maharal. Maharal. That says that yes, the Avos Hakadoshim kept Kala Tarakula. Avraham Yitzchak and Yaakov kept all the mitzvahs. All is according to Maral is is qualified. All the positive mitzvahs says the Maral they did not keep the negative, only the positive. They kept the mitzvahs hasei, not the mitzvahs loisasei. All the positive ones they kept, they're not the negative ones. Now, not marrying two sisters, that's a negative, right? Loisikach, excuse me, loisikach, that's a negative. The Padazi ones, putting on tefillin, eating matzah, making kiddush, um, having latkes on Hanukkah, they kept all the positive ones. The negative ones, the negative ones, they didn't keep. What's the pshat? What's the pshat in that, right? Where's the Maral coming from? So it says the Maral, fascinating idea. He says, based on a Ramban, this Ramban and Parshish Yisrael, the Ramban says that all the mitzvahs, can be assembled in two, one of two categories, which you know, positive and negative, but these two categories represent two different themes, two different themes in terms of mitzvahs. All the positive mitzvahs are coming from the theme, the shayush of ahavo, the connection of God of, through, to God uh, through love. There's two ways we can connect to God. One's through love, ahava, and what's the other one? Yira, fear. Yira, fear, very good. There's ahava and yira. Says the Ramban, the positive is ahava, it's connecting Hashem through love, through wanting to be a part of Hashem, through wanting to do for Hashem, through wanting to cling to Hashem, and then there's Yira, a connection of Yira, which is an opposite kind of connection of being in awe, being inhibited, being self-control, suppressed, being very small, being distant, that's the connection of Yira, being awed by Hashem. All the negative commands, all the thou shalt nots, are all coming from the Shoresh of Yira, says the Ramban, and and all the positive are about Ahava. So anything that we do, putting on tefillin and davening and, 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 and learning Torah, all these positive commands are, all the positive commands are coming from a connection of Ahava. Negative is all coming from a connection of Yira. And the Ramban says, this is why, famous idea the Ramban says, this is why there's a halacha that if you have a conflict between a positive and a negative, the positive, one positive command is telling me, do one thing, a negative is saying, don't do it. Positive is saying, do something, negative is saying, don't do something. Um, the positive commandment says, says, um, on the eighth day, negative command says you're not allowed to draw blood on Shabbos. So you have a conflict now. The eighth day falls out on a Shabbos. So what wins? You do the Mila or you don't do the Mila? 
the rule is asay doichaloi sasay. The pasuk pushes out the, the negative out of the way. The Ramban says this is the reason why because the pasuk connection is much stronger than the negative connection. Hashem's own midas of ava is stronger than yira, and so ava when there's a conflict between ava and yira, ava wins. So they, in other words, they, they kept both, but just the fact that when it was Doha? So, so I'm getting to the... No, 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 no,
Um, yes, the Maral thing is taking on um, Fakir. He's, he's going with the Tzad that they had. It, it gets back into what we were saying with the Mishnah Melch. He's taking on the others had the status of Bnei Yisrael, not Bnei Noyach. Um, he's going with that. So, that, so the, the, the question that he's bothered by is the Arais, that are the, the Klaes of the Arais. Um, that's how he's taking on. And in a Hanami, if you're going to say that the others had the status of Bnei Noyach, if you would combine that with the Maral, then, then the Maral is not going to get us very far. Because even if you'll say that they kept Ava, not Yiro, that only applies to the 606 that, that were not commanded, they were not commanded with yet. Yeah, the Maral is taking on that, that Yaakov, you know, the Ovis and Yaakov had the status of Bnei Yisrael. So um, <clears throat> that means um, anything within Tariq Mitzvahs, that's how they kept anything within Tariq Mitzvahs, that's here they didn't keep. Now one may ask, okay, so let them be Bnei Yisrael, but what, Tebuk Lai, well, at least the Arais of the Shevets is Bnei Nayak. So here we can invoke, so going at maybe drifting a little bit further than I was intending to drift, I'll say this quickly. There's a famous Rambam, not Ramban, Famous Ram that, that says um, that the mitzvahs of, of, of Kleist are fundamentally different than the mitzvahs of Benenich. There's no, no, no mitzvah we do that, that is um, a mitzvah of, of, of going, meaning our rice is not their rice, even where they overlap. There's no real overlap. There's the seven mitzvahs that the Gaim have, which is over there in one, in, 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 in one circle. There's the Tariq mitzvahs, which are in a different circle. It's not like the two circles, it's not like we have a Venn diagram over here. We have an overlap in the Sheva Mitzvah B'nai Nayach, no, the, the, even, even like, they're not allowed to do Avedah Zarev, we're not allowed to do Avedah Zarev, it's two different Mitzvahs and Lamdas. We're not Chayv in their Arayis, we're only Chayv in our Arayis. So again, the Maral taking on, that Yaakov you know, had the status of Ben Yisrael, and obviously only the positive, not the negative, so they don't have to worry about the Sheva Mitzvah B'nai Nayach anymore. Yes. What about Shev Al-Tasa, the uh, general rule we have, if there's a positive negative commandment that, that so to speak, is active at the same time, we say don't do not do anything. No? <laughs> a different context? The positive and negative. Tasa. I don't have a, an example of that. That's where, <clears throat> if, I, if I take action, I'm doing it. If you take action, if you do the positive commandment, you're doing a, a negative <clears throat> commandment at the same time. No, is that the same thing we said about um, breast meal on Shabbos? No, no, that Sheva Atasa Adif is is where um, is where I have another conflict. Um, there's a, either way, whether I do action or inaction, I'm doing an Avera. So rather than do an Avera through action, I do an Avera through inaction. That's where you say Sheva Atasa Adif. Does Rob have an example? Maybe? Yeah, later, later, later. Yes. If um, <clears throat> someone is a convert to Yiddishkeit and um, their siblings and their parents are still going, are they allowed to have any kind of contact at all with those people? And if and if what do you are, mean by contact? Um, could they call them? Could they write a letter? Sure. Can they come over for a Hanukkah party? No. They could. Sure. Oh, they could. could yeah. They, can they make sure hugs? they bring kosher food? <laughs> can um, they give hugs? What's the, what's the issue? So they hug their parents. That's not why you make this question no, very thornier than it needs to be. He wasn't asking anything. <laughs> I asked him what kind of contact. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. I'm not showing him again. Stop. You still wait. Right. 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 Right.
even if they haven't converted, even to a father who's a guy, he still has a, 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 an obligation to keep it of aim. Um, it could be even midaraisa, yeah. It's a new mitzvah. Before, maybe keep of aim with the non-Jew. Yeah, yeah. It, it may be it may be a vestige of the original mitzvah. Maybe a holdout of the original uh, of, of the original mitzvah keep it of aim. But um, yeah, the, the, even see, so he's he's certainly still has contact, and you know, if they're interested in him having contact, you know, it's their call. But um, that's one of the seven Noahide. No, it's not one. Of, it's not. It's not. But it's like a. It's one of these concepts called like a mitzvah sichlius. It's a basic. Um, it's a um, common sense. A common sense mitzvah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, even the guy understand that a child has to have a certain basic level, a uh, 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 basic amount of respect for for a parent. So that it's like a mitzvah sichlius. So a, a a child who converts a ger has to have the basic keep it of aim to uh, to a parent. This tomorrow, I was arguing on this concept of love and guide the diagnosis to Okay, so we're going to come back to that. What? Right. Right, right. Excellent question. Okay, yes, yes. Um, we're going to come back to this. Yeah, so, 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 so Rabbi Aronson is asking a very good question. What does Maharal do with Tariq Mr. Shamarti? Right? One of our opening questions. Love and Esav is told by Yaakov, Tariq Mr. Shamarti, I kept the 6 or 13, right? So according to Maharal, no, I only kept 248, right? I only kept 248. It's 365. I, I didn't keep because I never keep those. Good. All right. Excellent question. Let, let's go through a couple more ideas, though. So we so far had the Mishnah Lamelech explaining his, uh, his approach that Rachel and Leah converted. They weren't married. They weren't sisters anymore. We sp- spoke at questions with that. We have the Maral telling us that the Avos Hakadosh only kept the positive and not the negative. And as Yaakov Tzvi established for us, that's, that only works again. You have to say that the Yaakov you know, had the status of Ben Yisrael, not a Ben Nayak. But there's another way of understanding how he's able to marry two sisters because that's a negative, and he only kept the positive. There's. Uh, Another idea that the Ramban himself says, actually, the Ramban himself says that yes, the Avos Hakadoshim kept Tariyag Mitzvahs. They kept Kol Tarakula, like Gemara says. Avraminu Kim Kol Tarakula. But says the Ramban, they only kept Kol Tarakula in Eretz Yisrael, not in Chutz Laaretz. There's an idea the Ramban says in a couple of places. Only in Eretz Yisrael did they keep the mitzvahs, the Avos Hakadoshim. and Yaakov kept the whole Torah, but only in Eretz Yisrael. In Chutz Laaretz they didn't. And where did Yaakov you know, marry Rachel and Leah? In Charon, in Chutz Laaretz. So how was he able to marry all these sisters? Because he was he got married in Chutz Laaretz, and only in Eretz Yisrael is where they kept the Kol Tarkula. Now we'd ask whether it seems to be an arbitrary, um, arbitrary kind of distinction. If you keep the altar, like make up your mind whether in Chutz Laaretz. You don't have to be a yid. Only in Eretz you have to be a yid. In the Chutzar, the mitzvahs don't pertain. They're not binding. Only in Eretz you keep the Torah. Like, well, what kind of arbitrary, um, you know, distinction is the Ramban making by drawing this line? It, it solves the problem. It definitely answers the question. How is Yaakov able to marry all these sisters, which you're not allowed to do? Oh, see, so he got married in Chutzar. It's only in Eretz he kept the mitzvahs. But what's the pshat behind that? So the Ramban says, this is an idea that the Ramban says all throughout Torah. He says this in a number of places. Says the Ramban, the primary place for doing mitzvahs is Eretz Yisrael. And really, the reason why HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave us mitzvahs is to keep them in Eretz Yisrael. And the only reason we keep them in Chutz Laaretz is kind of to stay in shape. It's to stay in shape so that when we go back to Eretz Yisrael, we'll be in shape, we'll be able to keep them properly. A mitzvah um, elevates us and elevates the universe and brings perfection down to, to, to you know, the entire Bria. That it, it really only does that in its fullest optimal sense when we are in Eretz Yisrael. Because in Eretz Yisrael, you have the fullest connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. In Eretz Yisrael, 
you are lined up with your personal chalik in Eretz Yisrael, your personal connection to Hashem, your personal connection to the Torah. So a mitzvah that's done in Eretz Yisrael is really achieving what mitzvahs are there to achieve. A mitzvah that's done in Chutzlarz is like a shadow of of, of, of a fraction of of what the mitzvah is, is, is intended to do. So this is a theory the Ramban, a belief the Ramban has, and he bases it in Chazal. Um, he bases it in the Medrash, says, Hatzivu Tzionim, Set up for yourself signposts. Chazal say that even when you go into Gaulus, you still have to keep mitzvahs so that you're not out of shape. You remember how to put on tefillin when you get back to Eretz Yisrael. There's a, a, a Chazal like this. So the Ramban builds off this. What do you mean? You keep putting on tefillin in Chutzarts? So you should remember how to put on tefillin when you get back to Eretz Yisrael? You put on tefillin in Chutzarts because you have to put on tefillin. Again, the Ramban sees in this, this idea that the primary purpose of mitzvahs is for them to be kept in Eretz Yisrael. That's the intention of the, 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 the HaKadosh Baruch Hu giving us the mitzvahs. That's where all the mitzvahs are really supposed to be performed, supposed to be kept. And 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 uh, that's where they're the most powerful. That's where they're really bringing tikkun to the world. We do them in chutzah aretz, sort of to stay in shape. Now, now, you have to take this idea with a grain of salt. It's now we're thinking there as well. If it's only to stay in shape, well, I'm pretty good shape. I can afford to take off a week, right? <laughs> I'll take off, you know... Take off Shabbos for the next month. Take off, you know. I, I mean, I've been keeping Shabbos for years. I'm, I'm, my Shabbos muscles are givaldic, right? Tzvillin, Shema, Kashrus. I'm in great shape. I, I, I'm okay. I can you know? It's like any, any, anyone that's in shape, you can afford to. Anyone that's keeping themselves in, 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 in good shape, knows that you can have one night where you binge, and right, and you binge, and you'll still still be okay, right? You just can't binge every night. This is a clog guttle indicting, by the way, right? You want to stay in shape and lose weight? I'm, I'm totally serious. I'll be everyone's diet coach. Everyone's except for myself. <laughs> uh, you, can, you, you have a rigid, disciplined diet. You can take one night and like just have all Shlomo's food. You know, one Shabbos and binge at a Shlomo Kiddush. And you'll still be okay. You can't, do it, you can't have donuts and ice cream every single night. But what... I drink Dr. Pepper every day. It's to be too much. Donuts and ice cream. You can't have those every night and stay in shape. Um, but you, once in a while, you can binge, right? So, so, uh, so we'll say for ourselves, right? So, I, so you got to be careful because with mitzvahs, obviously, it doesn't work like this. this is all kind of alleg- metaphorical and allegorical. Um, certainly, certainly, we're chayiv even medaris to keep the mitzvahs in in, in chutzlaritz. But the point is, what the mitzvahs are accomplishing in chutzlaritz. Is a, is is a fraction of what there's what they accomplish in Eretz Yisrael, and therefore, before the Torah is given, before the Torah is given, when uh, the Abba Zakkah from keeping the Torah on a voluntary basis, they keep the Torah where the Torah has maximum impact, which is Eretz Yisrael, because it's really where the Torah is intended to be given anyway, outside Eretz Yisrael, which is which is for us, you know, there for us to stay in shape, for us to be in in, in practice and custom to doing mitzvahs, for us, it, it, it's secondary. To the primary point and purpose and place of the mitzvahs, which is Eretz Yisrael, so the Avos Hakadoshim didn't keep that at all. They kept the mitzvahs where the mitzvahs were intended to be kept in Eretz Yisrael, but in Chutzlars they didn't keep them. This is the Ramban, an amazing, amazing approach, and therefore Yaakov was able to marry all the the sisters in Chutzlars. The Ramban takes us further; it 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 it, it, go, it leads itself to another like a mind blowing idea. That's why in Parshas Vayishlach, this week's Parsha, Rachli Menu passes away. When does she pass away? When does she die? When he comes back into Eretz Yisrael. Because now when he comes back into Eretz Yisrael, he now has to keep Kol Tarakula, and, and, and you're not allowed to be married to multiple sisters in Eretz Yisrael. The Abbas HaKadoshim kept the Torah here, and that's why Rochel has to pass away. So, so for Yaakov to avoid 
have violating the Torah in Eretz Yisrael. So we would ask. So one second, why is Rachel Imenu the one that has to die? Lay is the one that um, that, that uh, he married first. Why is Rachel passing away? But Teretz is Rachel is the one that he married Be'iser. Since Le- he married Leah first, who is the one that he married in violation of the Torah? Who is the one that he married Be'iser with? It was Rachel. Leah was married first. So Leah was married Beheter, Rachel was the one that was married Beheter, and she, that's why she is in the terrace when he comes into Eretz Yisrael. Okay, now the problem, we can ask Rabbi Leib's question on the, on the Ramban also, that if, 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 if Yaakov was able to marry two sisters in Chutzar, because in Chutzar he can keep the Torah, so what, what, what kind of message is he sending Lovin? Is, uh, is he sending Esav? In, in Lovin Garti, with Laban did I dwell, I kept the Torah He didn't keep the Torah in Chutzar. Again, he only kept, he, 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 he didn't keep anything, I don't know, right? According to the Ramban, you don't have to keep anything in Chutzar. So, so what Viter will ask the same question over here. We'll still get back to it. But let's just one more quick idea, then, then we'll wrap everything up. There's a final idea from the... It's famously an idea that, that's in the name of the Nefesh The Nefesh does say this, but you can, we can find sources in the Rishonim also to this. The Nefesh says like this. The Nefesh says uh, a, a global, universal approach to this concept, which, which answers a lot of questions in a lot of different places. And he says a, a beautiful, beautiful, very um, fundamental approach to this whole topic of the Avis HaKadoshim and their relationship with Kola Tarakula, with keeping the Torahs. Again, the Gemara says that Avramino kept Kola Tarakula, even the Durabbanans, even the Durabbanans. Yaakovinu says, I kept everything. I say, how's Yaakovinu, based on all these sources, marrying multiple sisters? Says the Nefesh HaChaim, yes, the Avis HaKadoshim kept Kola Tarakula before it was given. They weren't obligated to keep it yet. They weren't obligated. Before Ma'antara, they don't have to keep anything beyond the Sheva Mitzvah B'nai yet they kept the 613 anyway. Why do they keep the Tariq Mitzvahs? Why, why, why exactly did they do that? Why, why, let's ask a, take a step backwards. Why did the Avatar Kedoshim keep the Torah if, if it wasn't given yet? If there weren't Chayiv in it yet, why did they keep it exactly? Why did they keep it if they weren't Chayiv? Do we do anything that we're not Chayiv in? We don't do anything that we're not Chayiv in, right? I don't. Right? <laughs> we don't even do things that we are chayven. That's right. Very good. What, what, what was that? They wanted more dveikus. They want Okay. Okay. saying a beautiful idea. They want more dveikus. They want more dveikus. Excellent. And let's take that further. So they're aware. They're not chayven, but they're aware of all these mitzvahs. They know that each mitzvah is an opportunity for dveikus, and we can extend that. What, what we know other like nice terms that go hand in hand with dveikus. It gives them closeness to Hashem. It also does what? When you do a mitzvah, it gives you closeness to Hashem. What else? Do, what, what other things do mitzvahs do? When you do mitzvahs. Shlemus, Kedusha, Shlemus and Kedusha, where does that show up? shows up in me, it shows up in the universe, right? Tikkunim, right? All, we know, all these nice things, we all know this. Mitzvahs, when you keep mitzvahs, they, they bring me closer to Hashem, which goes hand in hand with providing me with Shlemus, which goes hand in hand with providing the universe Shlemus, which goes hand in hand with providing me Kedusha, providing the universe Kedusha, giving me Tikkunim, giving the universe Tikkunim. That's why they want to keep all these mitzvahs, because... They're, 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 they're taking the universe forward in a positive direction through every single mitzvah. And they, 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 they know that that's what the mitzvahs do. It says in Nefesh HaChayim, of course that was their rationale. Of course they, they kept the whole Torah because they know that every mitzvah is providing tveikos and shleimus and tikkunim. However, since they're not high for the mitzvahs yet, they had the ability to analyze and make a judgment call. The Avos HaKadoshim had the ability and they had the right to say like this, I could do this mitzvah, and it's going to bring Shlemus to the world, even though I'm not chayv in it. But what if it seems to me, what if I intuit it, and, and I, I surmise that in this particular instance, by not keeping this mitzvah, I'll be able to make more Shlemus. 
What if the obvious through their Ruach HaKadosh are able to see that here, if I don't do this mitzvah, I'll, I'll be able to have different tzvekas, more tzvekas by not doing the mitzvah. Do they have the right to do that? Of course, they're not chayv in the Torah yet. Do we have the right to do that? 100% not. Even if a mukubu will come to us and say, you know, if you, you today, you decide to eat chaylev, you have no idea what kind of tikkunim you'll make by eating chaylev. Eat this piece of chaylev. So the, the, you know, the Shabbat Saitzvi Yamach he did things like that, right? The, the false Mashiachs. They, they, they made public displays of being Mechal Shabbos, and being Tikkunim by being Mechal Shabbos, I mean Chalif, he did these things, right? He did these things. And he had Cheshbainus. He, he might have been a charlatan, he might have been, you know, a Mesis and a Mediach, but he was, he was, a, he was a brilliant person, and he was a big Makobo, right? The, 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 yeah, this, this fellow. Um, uh, he led he led thousands of Yidden astray, but he was a brilliant person, and he was he came up with uh, uh, explanations and ideas like this Avera is now going to make tikkunim. I'm a Shiach, so this Avera is going to make tikkunim. This Avera is going to make tikkunim, and he had theories worked out why eating chaylev right now is going to make tikkunim. Doing arayis is going to make tikkunim. Being mechal shabbos, he was mechal shabbos. He was he was over arayis. He ate chaylev, and and and, and, and it's documented. But he did all these things. He had things cheshbonis to make tikkunim. So once the Torah is given, we can't make cheshbonis like that anymore. The Akash Baruch Hu, the buck stops here. Akash Baruch Hu says you can't do it. You can't do it. We can't. Mechashbainus connected Hakadosh Baruch Hu's commandments. Before the Torah is given, you could do such a thing. Before the Torah is given, if you really have understandings of what's going on in the Olamis, you can say, well, this is the, the this mitzvah will create such and such a tikkun. But if I don't do this mitzvah, I can create a different tikkun. I have a different type of vegas, and 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 therefore I, I I'm I'm going to go this way. You have the right to make such a cheshbon. Says the Nefesh Achaim, that was the Avos Hakadoshim. The Avos Hakadoshim were in such a place that they could do that. The the default, of course, is to keep the Torah. The default, the Minhastam, is to do all the mitzvahs. But they had the right to make a cheshbon and say, well, here I can make more of a tikkun by not keeping the Torah. So if that's the case, and here I'm not going to keep the Torah. Yaakovinu understood. That he now needs to replace Esav. He now needs to create Kleisol single-handedly. He has to marry a Rachel and a Leah to be my midship take off in order to bring Shlemus and Kedusha and Dveikos to the Bri. I have to marry two sisters. No, the Torah wasn't given yet. So he has the right to make a Cheshvan to hear. I'll make more Dveikos, more Kedusha, more Shlemus in the Bri by marrying two sisters. He has the right to make such a Cheshvan. This is the approach of the Neshachayim. And so, so this is the like, approach that Mamash answers everything. This is. This is a that we have to be mechalkin. I say loisa. I say passive and negative. Inertial, not inertial. No, the avos kedushim. Sometimes they would keep the Torah. Sometimes they wouldn't keep the Torah. And it would depend on 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 What was with the bigger tveikos at that time? Now I think you can even find this. There's a a dasakanim, the balei toisus, the balei toisus in their peyush Torah, They seem to say a similar line. I think you can find this nefesh chaim already sourced over here. The the um. He's asking over here, he asks also the question about Yaakov, you know, how could Yaakov marry two sisters? This is in, in Parshas Vayeshev, and he asks the Shvatim, also according to one source in Chazal, the Shvatim married their own sisters, their own sisters, what happened to... Yes, that's right. So, asks the Ramban, asks the Bali, he says, how they do that? So he says... Even though they intuited the Kol Tarkul through Ruach HaKadosh, what they had a rutzen to do, they, they fulfilled, and what they were didn't have a rutzen to do, they didn't fulfill. In other words, they picked and chose. Some they did, and some they didn't do. Yeah, what was that supposed to mean? Some they did, and some they didn't do. It was just arbitrary. When they were in the mood, they kept the Torah. When they went into the mood, they didn't keep the Torah. So it, it, it needs a pshat over here. But with this nefesh chaim, you can understand this. Is what the das came is saying, what the bali Taisas are saying, when they had a rutz, in other words, when they saw that this made sense, they kept the Torah. When they saw it made more sense in this instance not to keep the Torah, it made sense to Yaakov. He understood he has to marry Rochel and Leah to make twelve shvatim. 
So he didn't keep the Torah over there. This, this Nefesh Chaim goes beautifully into the into the Bali Taisis, but otherwise a very perplexing Bali Taisis. So, so those are the basic approaches. So let's just summarize. We have four basic approaches. Ha- how, how, how about the Rav Nachman? Enem Mitzvah Vais. Posh of Shat, you know, always. Enem Mitzvah Vais. Yes. Right? So what, what's the reason they kept Torah? If, if it is not so, it's not so great tikkunim and, and yeah, like the Bible was saying, the was tikkunim. Even though they're in a mitzvah of Isa, they did it anyway. There's an argument. If, if, if there's any else, Poshop Shabbim, in a mitzvah of it's nothing. Really. No, not that it's not, no, no, no one says it's nothing. It's just not, it's a mitzvah of Isa, it comes as nisht. It's not the same adrig as a mitzvah of Isa. No one says it's nothing. In a mitzvah of Isa. You get schar for it? You don't get schar. You do get schar. Avad you get schar. You just don't get the same schar. What? Avad you get schar. You just don't get the same schar. You don't get the same schar. You don't get the same schar. Avad you're doing something. You're doing something. But I just want let, let me wrap up. I'll take the question in a moment. I just want to, we're almost done. So just to wrap up, so we have four basic approaches. How do Yaakovinu do this big, uh, what, we, what we're told is not fair, of marrying multiple sisters. So we have four basic approaches. Either they weren't sisters anymore because he converted them, and we discussed the questions with that, the problems with that. Or um, he only kept the positive and not the negative um, commandments. He kept the positive, not the negative, that's the Ma'aral based on the Ramban, or like the Ramban himself, he only kept, the, the others only kept the Torah in Eretz Yisrael, not in Chutz Lords, because that's where the mitzvahs are intended to be kept, or like the Nefesh Chaim and the Bali Taisus, um, he, he, uh, where they saw that it was made more sense not to keep the, the Torah, not to keep mitzvahs when they made more devakes, more tikkun, by not keeping them, that they had the right to make the Cheshun, and that was marrying multiple sisters. Now, m- uh, m- most of these including the last one, Nefesh HaChaim, we come back to the original statements from this week's for Bari Leib's question. I kept the Tar Yag. What's that supposed to mean? What's he saying I kept the Tar Yag? According to most of these approaches, he didn't keep the Tar Yag, right? He didn't keep the negative, or he didn't give anything in Chutz Arts, or he, went, he picked and chose. So what does it mean, Tar Yag Shamarti? So let's ask a different question. How do you say Tariq Mr. Shamati? How do you keep all Tariq? Let us go. What are some of the mitzvahs? Just for to take a sampling of some of the 613. What are some of the mitzvahs there? Is that a king can't have too many wives. That that if your if your brother's wife, if your brother dies without any kids, you have to marry her his wife. There's another mitzvah of, that 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 um, when you remarry your divorced wife, you have to remarry her with kedushin. Yaakov kept all these mitzvahs. A kayin, a kayin gadol can't marry Namana. Right? See, these are also some of the things. Yaakov kept all these mitzvahs. Yaakov kept all these mitzvahs that a kohen gadol can marry. That a, 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 a woman has to go to the mikvah after she is done with Tomas Nido. He kept that one too. Azov a mitzayro. These are all mitzvahs. A nazir. Yaakov was a nazir, and he was azov, and he was a mitzayro, and he was a kohen gadol, and he was a melech. So he couldn't have kept tiring mitzvahs, right? Bechayer that. The Chavz Chaim says already. It's impossible for any one year to keep all six thirteen mitzvahs. There's mitzvahs that are just like that. Some mitzvahs are only for a kohen. Some mitzvahs are only for Yisrael. Some mitzvahs are only for a melech. Some mitzvahs are only if you're not a melech. So, uh, what does this time mean that he kept Tariq Mitzvahs? So you have to say a, a general idea. Tariq Mitzvahs Shamarti means, 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 um... Oh, he, he le- no, no, no. Tariq! Tariq Mitzvahs Shamarti. He means he learned them. He learned them. It means he learned them. He had Tariq Mitzvahs in his kishkas. means he had them over here. He had them over here. That's the Pashat Shamarti means I was, I, I went through Shas multiple times. I went through Shas. I went to Kal Tarakula, Shas, and Paiskim, and I learned through the sugyas of all Tariq and Mitzvahs, and I'm still hanging on to them. Is 
Oh, excellent. Shamarti. Shamarti means I'm still, I, I, I'm, I'm bringing, I'm bringing Targumitzes back from Charan. I had Targumitzes, I had Targumitzes in the Kishkas in, in, in Charan. I'm bringing them all back with me. That's what it means. That's what it means. Shamarti it means I still have them. I still have them. So that's what it means. And that's, and that's, um, either way, that has to be the, 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 the Pshat in, in Yankov Avinu. And that's, uh, that's, you know, Halavai, by, uh, by, by all of us Gezakt, we should be Zaycha, all of us, to Targumitzes, to, 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 to be Nishmor, Lishmor, Vlasois, Lakayim, Kolatara, Tamil Tara Sakhabi Ahabo, Kulos, all of us. Thank you all for joining. Everyone have a wonderful week. Shkai.